This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Quentin, I've got my brother Travis with me as always, and this is our sidetrack for our My Bloody Valentine episode on Loveless that we covered last week. We've been hanging out in the shoegaze world for a little too long, dude. So I wanted to kind of switch it up for this episode. We're going to cover a duo from Seattle. They go by Cock and Swan. And I feel like they're like a perfect like blend of quote unquote dream pop and shoegaze. What do you know about these guys, dude? Well, you turned me on to these, this group. Um, I don't know, maybe a year ago, maybe more. I know that they're from, from your neck of the woods and, um, I've, the, the moment you showed them to me, like, I, I loved it, man. I, I love the, um, I love the mood that they put out, you know? Yeah. It's, it's sort of got, it's got a lot of different like elements. Like you said, you know, there's some shoegaze there. It, it's, it's dreamy, but not in a, um, not in more of the, poppy way that some dream 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 pop uh acts are you know they're they're more of a um they have a dark tone to them sometimes you know yes very and, dark. and they also do a really good job bringing in like almost down tempo elements or or at least electronic beats and stuff you know yeah so okay here here's the story we were trying to figure out what to do for a sidetrack for my bloody valentine and we were realizing that like all right if we do another shoegaze band from the 80s or the early 90s then this is going to be three weeks straight of just nothing but but shoegaze bands yeah we gotta mix 90s. it up man we'd like to mix we it gotta up mix it up here. yeah so i was trying to think of a band that would kind of fit perfectly in like like in between these two genres because we mentioned last week that 
to us because of our age and you know because of our circumstances around like the 2010s dream pop to us is a very specific genre you know um and i felt yeah, like so it's it's for us it's bands like sea pony or i think they're called smith westerns remember them or like uh surf blood or surfer, surfer blood, blood i think is what they're called surfer blood yeah and, yeah and, or, you know, or uh beach uh, house yeah beach house bands like that um be- because the term dream pop kind of took its own uh, well no it just it was a second iteration of it like you know dream pop in the in the early 2010s uh I think was way less. There's almost no shoegaze in it, in my opinion. I mean, really, there. You know, there was a lot of reverb and some fuzz, but it wasn't from a like a wall of of sound uh, approach. You know, it was yeah. more almost like surf. I mean, that's the reason why. I like, think about it, dude. Beach house, uh, beach fossils, dude. Surf, yeah, no, you're totally right. Blood. Dude, I mean, I, think about it. They they all had that beach uh surfy those those words like that you know yeah you're absolutely right a lot of those bands were very <laughs> beach aesthetic you know the, i can't use the word beach house <laughs> you could though that's the funny thing is you, you could use that word to describe it yeah that's what they were yeah. all about man but yeah i don't think the uh the the, the dream pop term back in the 90s meant that you know it didn't mean no what, what it what it meant for us you know what it meant in in the 2010s yeah so what we what we had said last week was that and and this was a surprise to me i didn't realize this but um uh, the names dream pop and shoegaze were synonymous in yeah. the early 90s right. and because you know the british press they were describing the same music and you know, a big part of that sound was this, like you said, wall of noise. And another term that they used was like this droney kind of vocal approach, I guess. Yeah, you know? sure. Um, and that's why I think Cock and Swan is a great example of 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 a contemporary band that that kind of fits in between these two genres. Yeah, I can I can see that, uh, especially with her voice. Like her voice is definitely very. Uh, very monotone. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so when I moved up here in 2014, I became obsessed with searching for and discovering local artists because I just, you know, it's Seattle. You know, it's I probably was what, a, you know probably a lot of people do that when they get to Seattle. It's like, hey, I'm in you know the birthplace of grunge music. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and, and I found Cock and Swan and it's, it's, it's two people. It's Johnny Goss and Ola Hungerford. So Johnny, you know, provides most of the instruments and the producing, uh, you know, of the beats and all that stuff. Ola also plays a few instruments and she's the singer. And they've been making music together since 2003. And they started out very bedroom pop so we we mentioned like what's the difference between dream pop and bedroom pop last week yeah i don't know if we came up with a definitive answer either we we really didn't but like the whole point is you know this is the kind of music that you can make by yourself in your bedroom you know with with uh 
eight track or whatever, or with just a microphone a mics, and, and, and yeah, uh, and a keyboard or, or whatever. Like yeah. yeah, and the thing that Cock and Swan is all about, and if you listen to any of their albums, it's very prominent. They're all about creating these really unique rhythms, you know, like like yeah. a lot. I feel like they start off. Well, actually, I have a quote here. Um, so this is quoting Johnny Goss. Usually we start with rhythm or theme. We often come up with an idea like how jerky can a drum beat be and try to push as hard as we can without hurting the listener's feelings. Hmm. Now, okay, so the the uh, song that I'm going to play for our sidetrack is going to be pretty tame, like after hearing that quote. But if you listen to a lot of their music, it does feel like they try to push the limits as far as like, okay, what can we do that is so like, like you said, jerky as far as rhythm goes? How far can we push that where we know that our listeners are still going to be, you know, entertained or not uh, offended? Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So they try, you know, they change up. Don't, I mean, don't they kind of change up the time signatures and stuff like that? And, yeah, stuff change like that. And change yeah. up the rhythms and beats and stuff. Yeah. So um, the album I'm pulling from is called Secret Angles. came out in 2013. And I'm going to jump down to track seven on the record. So this song is called Inner Portal. So they they do those like transitions really well, you know. Yeah, the reason that I thought they would be good for this sidetrack is like there is some fuzzy 
distorted sure yeah uh kind of aspects to their to their music but like most of it is uh synthesized you know yeah yeah well so her voice makes me think of um and i feel like we've talked about these guys before but you remember the star seeds oh yeah dude her voice has a, a sort of a similar similar vibe to the lead singer of star seeds um and you know what's funny like there's not much information on them when you when you do like a google search they don't have a wikipedia page i don't even know how we stumbled upon them and i think it was probably one of those albums that came up on a a pandora station or something like that back in the day but yeah. they were this like um sort of down tempo um electronic band from i don't know sweden or something like that um but they had that very like ethereal vocal quality you know yeah they had an album that came out in the late 90s those are one of those bands where i i, I keep trying to find a good excuse to play them you know? yeah um but yeah cock and swan dude um they I, I feel like they're my so far like to so i've i've lived up here for going on five years no going on six years now cock and swan is is by far my favorite band uh local band that i've discovered since moving up here because there's just it's just something about the mood you know, and like, like just the music that they create together. It's just, there's just something about it, dude. Yeah. To me, it's, it's that mood, man. It's that darker side of, cause I mean, that's like we were saying, like dream pop, at least how we associate the word dream pop. It's more upbeat, you know, more like right. surf surfer kind of music, you know, which yeah. And, and like so real estate big, uh, and all that, you know, we, we right. didn't really mention real estate, but that's another group that would kind of fall into that. Yeah, and it's it's uh I feel like that's what puts Cock and Swan like right in the middle of like you know, modern day dream pop and good old drony like repetitive uh hypnotic state shoegaze, you know? Yeah, yeah. So so how do they classify themselves? I mean, sometimes you can go to like a a band camp page or something like that and they'll list out the genres so like I'm I'm on the I'm on the Bandcamp page for Secret Angles right now, and they classify themselves. Yeah, Dream Pop. They use the word Dream Pop. There you go, Q. Cool. Yeah, here's 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 how they describe it. Their strongest statement yet, confidently showcasing their intoxicating and darkly lit take on experimental vocal laced Dream Pop. There we go. So there you go. Now that's um, that's probably uh, uh, somebody who reviewed the album. But um, and this came back in 2013, dude. I know, dude. Holy! They, so they have a they have another full length album that's that's come out since then. Um, yeah, I've listened to some of that, and it's a little bit more electronicy. It's yeah, that's it's, it's a, a word bit, I can use. Here. It's definitely a little bit more experimental. It's called Julian's Sword. It came out in 2017, and it is an album that is just loaded up with kind of. Filler tracks aren't the right word, but they've got like reprise. You know, Dude, like we don't we don't talk about filler on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you mean like like a bridge or something like that? F- Dude, filler is the the best word to describe. But that them. means that they, you know, hey, I mean, we talk. Seems like we're talking about this every episode now, but that clearly means that that this is an album that's supposed to be played from start to finish. If they have bridges yeah. like that that literally take you from one song to the next, you know. Yeah, and I have done that with this album, and I remember like really enjoying it all the way through the first time I heard it. Um, 
Yeah, so so that's the sidetrack for today. Uh, I'm going to outro us out with another song of theirs. Um, so what do we cover next week, dude? Have we landed on one? Yeah, I think we we talked about doing Fragile by Yes. We did. Then that's going to be something else, dude, because it's it, it, it's been a while since we were in the 70s. Um, what was the last yeah. album that we covered from that era? Probably. I mean, I'm uh, not going to. I mean, I guess we we did James Taylor a few weeks back, but that was a sidetrack. Crosby, Stills, and Nash, maybe? Yeah, but that's the 60s. That's what I'm saying. Like, have we okay. done an album from the 70s yet? Maybe not, dude. Dude. Here we go. I'm excited to dive into... Uh, psych rock what what do they fall under no progressive they're progressive there we go Uh, i feel like we should dive a little bit into the history behind that you know how how oh absolutely all that good stuff absolutely yeah so look forward to that next week um you can find us on our website nofillerpodcast.com you can also check us out on the pantheon podcast network uh where you can listen to dozens of other excellent music podcast including our own uh you can check that out at pantheonpodcasts.com and you can also find us on uh, just about anywhere else you can you can listen to podcasts we're on spotify now you can check us out there of course we're on itunes and stitcher and all the other all the other podcast apps so there you go uh on our website we post show notes with every episode where we list out the tracks that we played and list out any articles or interviews that we reference. So check that out as well. Like I said earlier, next week we're going to dive into yes and their album fragile. And we're going to outro us out with another cock and swan song. This is from their 2010 album unrecognized. Uh, we're going to play track six. It's called holding on and that's going to fade us out for today. My name is Quentin. My name is Travis. Y'all take care.
What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.